Hey everybody, welcome to Aimless Shower Thoughts. It's Natalia, and today I've invited my dearest, sweetest friend, Saren, who also has her own podcast. Um, I've invited her to join me today. Do you want to go ahead and say hey? Yeah. Hi, guys. Do you want to introduce yourself real quickly? You can also introduce your podcast. Just kind of let them know about your own podcast as well. Yeah, that's a good, great idea. Um, my name is Saren Carr. Um, I have a podcast, and it's the outcome of life, but I'm going to probably change the title because it's going to be anything. <laughs> going to be grown grown into something a little bit more evolved. And uh, I'm trying to get back to my podcast every Sunday at 7, but... Lately, I've been busy, so. <laughs> kind of a backstory. Saren and I actually worked together. Uh, so yeah. we met when I moved to Texas four months ago. It was four months ago on the 1st. And um, Saren and I, I remember I introduced myself to her, and I was like, look, my name is Natalia, and I know you're not going to remember it. And you want to tell what I told, <laughs> what I said to you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she told me that uh, her nickname was Christmas, so I called her Christmas until <laughs> I remembered her name, and so pretty much I call her Christmas uh, Natalia. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it started at work, because I was just like, yeah, we're basically sisters at this point, you know, we share the same mind, so... That's kind of certain. I mean, in a nutshell, um, we were trying to come up with a way and trying to not make the episode super long um, just because we plan on making future episodes. So if there's things that we want to cover later on, um, we didn't want to make this one kind of as heavy. Um, I absolutely loved having Christian on my last episode, but I really wanted to do something a little bit lighter since last one was, you know, great it was fantastic but yeah it was like it was two hours long but it would it covered a lot of great stuff which i loved Mm -hmm. so saren and i have decided like at first we had like this topic that would have also been kind of a long episode but we've decided that we'll kind of break it up a little bit so this one is about consequences um you know (laughs) so saren what how would you define consequences to someone if you were having to describe it well, there's a few ways that I can go about. Okay. So one one of the ways is like you make choices in life, right? Mm-hmm. And some choices considered consequences, like bad consequences or good consequences. You never right. know. Bad, yeah. You never know if they're. And even I feel like even if you make a good decision, sometimes the consequences are not what you thought they'd be. <laughs> So they end up being, I guess, not bad consequences, but not, I mean, not good consequences in your own book because you're like, yeah. that's not what I wanted. <laughs> or you can also follow your gut like you did. Uh, Moving here? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That took a lot of courage and it's been a huge process. Saren's been here through it all. She's... I have anxiety, and so Saren's been that person. There's consequences to having anxiety, so I guess I could start with that. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's the consequences of people who don't understand anxiety. 
um, people who don't understand that, you know, I have this thing that I deal with and I have no idea how to describe it. I know how, I have no idea how to like explain to someone like, so I have anxiety and this is what's going on. And Saren has been, um, one of the best, like I'll do my best to let her know, like I'm exhausted and I'm super anxious. Like, and a lot of it is anxiety, like is the basis, but point being there's consequences when you have anxiety, depending on who it is that <laughs> is in charge of, divvying out the consequences <laughs> so um so wh- what's a time in your life Sarah, that you had to deal with consequences where a lot of people judged you but you did what you felt was right that's a very good question because... I thought so <laughs> well I did tell you about my ex-fiance right yeah you told me about him. Poo-poo well, head? Yes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. His family did not like my family at all, period. Mm-hmm. And so I had to choose who... Choose, like, between your family yeah. or, or your fiancé and his family. Yeah. I think I heard that episode on your podcast. And so I choose his family because... I was going to marry him, marry him, <laughs> spend your life with him and spend no my biggie. whole life with him. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of people judging me and I thought that my choices was right. But towards the end, it wasn't. And I I, I pretty much cried to my mom and was like, can you take me back? I, I'm sorry I did all of these bad things. <laughs> and she she still forgave me and yeah. took me in and helped me find an apartment up in Mulvane. Mm-hmm. And they, matter of fact, uh, found me a car, too. Yeah. So it's like, yes. There are some good and bad consequences, and you just have to deal with them and then move on. People make mistakes, so yeah let's let's take a moment and appreciate amazing mothers like I have dealt with situations where I've had mother figures who I thought were great and they just were not the best. but let's talk about our moms and how freaking fantastic they are like. Oh my god! All the moms, all the moms that are so amazing. Um, not only that, but like, um, what was I gonna freaking say, girl? I forgot. This is awkward. <laughs> well, I got something to say. Okay, like, okay. I got my nose pierced yeah, last she- night, <laughs> and I showed you the comments mm-hmm. on my post, and my mom fully supported supports me. Yeah, and she said. I love it, and you do you. By the way, her mom has purple hair. How freaking cool is that? Saren's mom has purple hair. What? Uh, yeah, kind of like those things where you just do what you, you know, that you feel like is you. You just do those things, and I feel like having, you know, there's the consequences because Saren's leaving out the fact there's the consequences of the fact that she's also received a couple of comments that weren't very nice, but they're mm-hmm. just like, I don't like it. 
And I really just want to reply to those comments and be like, well, guess what? We don't care. She doesn't care. Like, let her be herself. Well, like, what makes you, like, Saren is married. She has a daughter. And she's from Kansas, by the way. Backstory. She's from Kansas, living out here in Texas. And there's these people who are still like, but I don't like it. Like, what do you get? Like, there's the consequences, right? You get a deal. I, I think, if anything, it shows you who's really there to support you because she's also received text messages where people have been like, I don't like it. You feel, I feel like you're changing yourself too much. Because I, I do hair, so I'm a hairdresser, and I've um, helped Sarah, and she's trying to go to a honey blonde, which we achieved this evening. But Yay. she has very, very dark brunette hair. So it's like anybody who knows hair, like you don't want to fry her hair off. Like we don't want to bald Sarah. <laughs> so I took a couple of I sessions. Ugly. Oh, you would look beautiful either way, but obviously yeah. that's not the goal of your yeah. hair. So, um, so the same person also had, you know, there's the consequences of, I, I mean, we could look at it this way. Like, let's go off of consequences. Like those are really mean comments, like unnecessary. You're a grown adult. You're married. Your husband fully supports your decisions and you have friends that love you. And they're like, you look amazing. Cause you do look freaking amazing with your septum piercing and well, you know, you could look at it as, oh my gosh, these people are being so mean. And I'm over here being like protective. And I'm like, you don't talk to Sarah this way. I'll beat you up. She's like a big sister to me. So. <laughs> yes. And that's I, how big sisters react. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll cut you for Saren. <laughs> Not really, but you watch yourselves. Um, no, but you can look at the consequence. Like if you think about the consequences that are positive that come from this is that you now know who really Who's- is there unconditionally. And and who is really there for you and right. support. Supports you. you for you instead of wanting you to be the idea of who they want you to be. Um, I remember there was this one time, my freshman year of high school was the only year I went to school. Other other than that, I was homeschooled, okay? Maybe you're like, oh, you I'm make so more. Too. Yeah, Saren was homeschooled. So, like, you're probably like, wow, Natalia makes way more sense. What a weirdo. <laughs> now her weirdness <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> right. So no, why do we get along so great? I know we're basically sisters for real. Um, so uh, my freshman year of high school, I went to Fort Worth Academy of Fine Arts, and there was a, a kid named Carrie Owens, and he oh. um, he dealt with his own trials in life, and he was a freshman in all, almost all of my freshman classes, but he was sixteen. So, you know, he just had his own struggles and he was, the moment I met this kid, I just, my heart just felt for him. And every time we went to lunch and it was a small school, there were 350 like high school students. That's it. Like that's, well, just high school. That's it. That's freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, everyone. Actually, no, no, no. I take that back. There might've been that many total in the school and we had elementary we went we're from third grade to seniors in high Ooh. school it's so like there was literally like i remember that i i don't remember it's been that long right it's been 16 years because i'm old as poo poo um uh, we're <laughs> the same age practically she's about to turn 30 <laughs> um anyway so carrie owens i remembered every time at lunch there'd be kids who would bully him and like, there are very few times in my life that I look back on where I wish I could have done more. And, you know, I, I come to accept, look, you can't change the past. But 
the way that Carrie Owens was treated in lunch, there was one time when people literally tripped him and he dropped his tray of food and Mm -hmm. I went and helped him pick it up. And the kids that did it, I'm not going to name names on that. Um, even though I remember their names and I remember their faces. Um, How crazy is that? Yeah, I, I literally remember it. Um, I literally started helping him pick up his food. The kids that had tripped him and continually bullied him every lunch hour that we had, I start picking it up, and they're over there laughing. They're nearby, and I look at them, and I go, are you not going to help? <laughs> right? So I was just like, are you not going to help? And literally, Carrie looked terrified when I walked up to him, almost like I was going to add to you know, the traumatic event that had just happened. And I started helping him pick up his food. And he looked at me and he literally had tears streaming down his face. Mm-hmm. And this, it was one of those where like, <laughs> I was homeschooled up to that point. And it was very like, for me, it was very hard to differentiate between, you know, the cool kids and not cool kids. Everyone was just someone that could be your friend. That's how I grew up. That's how my mom raised us. And I didn't know anything different because I'd been homeschooled. So you just became friends with whoever you could, right? Mm -hmm. So I had this choice where these kids that I had, you know, had other classes with were the ones that were bullying him. And I remember, I I wish I could go back and I could have stood up for him more because as he was terrified as to what I was about to do and I started helping him pick up his stuff, he had tears streaming down his face, but he also looked terrified. He looked at me and he just goes, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And I knew in that moment, like, in my heart, my heart was like, no, there's no choice as to whether you want these bullies to like you or if you need to help him. You need to help him. And so I did. And in it, it's funny because there's people that bullied him are people that I'm still friends with today. And they've grown into these great adults, these amazing people, right? But I wonder if they think about it as well, um, the consequences of their choices and how it affected not only Carrie, but anybody else that, uh, that they happened to mistreat or bully. And I often think about that. I think about, you know, I've always been that person. Saren knows. I, I come into work, and I came into this, uh, into this store that I, I'm at now. And all I knew that mattered most was to make sure that with everything that I did, that I did it with great love that no matter what, I treat everybody like the important, valuable team member that they are. And that's one thing that in it, like, it's never been like, because I'll get something out of it. But it's like, because these people matter and they deserve to know every day. So I came into this uh, this location and I just kind of embraced everybody. And just every time I see people, I just say hi to them and I look at them and I I can always think of every time I see someone, I think of things that I appreciate about that person specifically uh-huh. every time I'm like, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? And I just think, man, I really like this about them, man. I really appreciate this about them. And I often, I, I, I should say I've never really, I've not always been that way. I've not always been that person where I found something good. If anything, being someone with anxiety, if something went awry or something felt off, I was that person where there's like, Oh my gosh, Bob over in the corner hates me. I can tell. And then I just be like, I'm not going to talk to Bob. How does that come off to Bob, who isn't actually mad at me, who doesn't actually hate me? Bob is obviously not real. Saren, just say no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm, like, I'm being a brat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just got, uh, what was that? 
what what oh oh i'm sorry you're like are you talking to tom i just got pwned that's what <laughs> She just hit my arm. It's because she believed me for a moment, and then I had to tell her that Bob wasn't real. Anyways. Well, I didn't believe you, but. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, so, you know, it's just yeah, like. That's a consequence right there, too. Oh, that's, a, yeah, apparently I deserve to be smacked in the arm. I probably did. Um, yeah. But no, but it's like. Owned. <laughs> So, I point being, like, I didn't used to come into work and think highly of people. I always thought about what they thought of me. Hashtag anxiety, right? Like, these are things that, you know, every time I came into work, I was worried about what everyone thought of me. Oh, they're acting different. And I didn't even stop to think, you know, maybe they have their own lives. Maybe they have their own issues going on, which is where I'm at now. But they do... Yeah, they do. Everyone does. They they struggle in their own ways. And the consequences of me being, you know, I found of me just choosing to ignore my anxiety when I clock in, that's something I had to work really hard. Like, Which I did not know that. Yeah, she didn't know. She Saren actually doesn't know. There's a lot of this that she's finding out right now as I'm, I'm saying it, um, is that I had to choose that, you know, there's my professional self and there's my my, who I'll be outside of work, right? And who I choose to be professionally is on me. And not only that, but it's kind of in a spotlight because I'm in management. It's a little bit different. And so I... It's very hard to be in management. It is. I think management is difficult no matter where you work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, And, and it's, it's appropriate that there be these expectations on you because you are the example. And so I had to realize that my anxiety had no vote. It had no place in the workplace because it was going to literally ruin me, and I, I just couldn't do that. Um, but it's interesting because I'd, I'd, I'd seen the consequences negatively in other in other jobs and other scenarios where I had been like, Bob literally hates me. What do I do? And then it would just eat at me, and it would be stuck in my mind like this. It literally would not leave my mind until I confronted it or figured it out or freaked out. Like, that was mostly it is that I'd freak out about it and I'd have a breakdown. Like, one night that you sat in the car and I would uh, cry. Yeah. And it, it's like, uh, I, I wanted to hug you, but I, like, <laughs> yeah. what to do? <laughs> Saren was there. Let's just say that I love people a lot and I just want to see my uh, store succeed. Yeah, I want to see my team succeed and my store succeed. And Saren was there after we'd had a pretty long, pretty busy day. And uh, and I just cried in my car because I'm just like, what can I do to be better for these people? I just feel like I keep falling short and I just want to do right by everybody and so that was one thing that Saren did see is that sometimes I do let myself kind of break down a little bit but I have to understand that I need to honor my feelings and who I am deep inside by letting myself feel and that's a consequence too and it's not a bad one I felt that way and then I like felt so much better when I got home and it didn't, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, Sarah just saw this once was the first time she's seen it. She probably like. And I was worried about you. Yeah. And it was one of those where Saren was there in a moment where I was just like, oh, okay. And I, from my point of view, I had the consequence of, oh, this could have really weirded out Saren not understanding how passionate of a person I am and how much I just deeply love and care for every single person 
and how I try so hard to be my best. And I just, you know, I'm doing my best, but I don't have people giving me feedback of whether I'm doing a good job or not. <laughs> um, and so I was like, the consequence of, I might have freaked out Saren. If she's just like not wanted to talk to me at work the next day, you know what? I deserve that and I have to own it. <laughs> That's but, not what happened. But, you know, we've been through thick and thin and yeah, we care. For each other. Yeah, yeah. Saren, Saren has been one of my bestest friends. Like, she's really helped me out with so many things. I feel like we've, we call them our date nights. <laughs> so on Tuesday nights, I give her a ride home from work. And we're just like, you ready for a date night? We always think it's so funny. And so when, then we just like chit chat. We just talk about life. We talk about deep topics. We talked about. I, I was <laughs> trying the, the last date night. Yeah, we were. It was just talking about, because I used to live far away from family. She's in a place where she's living far away from family. And we could just both just empathize. It was like, nope, just cry it out, Saren. Like, just steal it. Like, if you miss your family, it is okay to miss your family. And imagine if Saren had been with anybody else. Like, the consequences of her being able to cry it out was that she felt she felt better being able to just share it with someone she shared that with me that she felt that way um but it's always interesting to me to see the consequences because what if i had not left utah at all i wouldn't met you right precisely who would have who would have been the person to take my place you know Mm -hmm. like you never know and is that crazy like you think about it who would have taken my place instead you could see Saren's face right now. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I, I'll probably die without you. Oh, how traumatic. But, I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> it's well, been, know. It's been, yeah, like the past like, few months. Close. Yeah. Like they're, we're, it, like, so close now. Yeah, it's been one of those <sighs> where it's like we're, like, we both look at each other and we can tell that we're stressed. Like, we share this mutual <laughs> moment <laughs> am i right yeah, like we look yeah. at each other and we don't even have to like make a face we just look at each other and we just like nod and we're like mm-hmm, i feel that but that's part of like us growing and doing a much better job at creating this great business because we're about to move to a new location is that and so it's like you know it's it's one of those where you know in the midst of that our sales have skyrocketed from what they mm-hmm. were because this is usually our slow season and we are our numbers are way higher than they were when I started here September 1st, which was our quote-unquote busy season. Yeah, like like our Saturday sales were always our highest sales. And so I took the numbers from that because, you know, I'm in, I'm the one in charge of shifts. And so I'm, I'm the one that's like going over everything at the end of the day, looking at numbers. And all of a sudden, the numbers we were doing on Saturdays that were quote-unquote so crazy and hectic are now our normal numbers during the week. And if anything, that just says, look, we're doing a BA job. <laughs> like, we're doing a great job. And I'm like, it's been hectic. Like, we've had to adapt. Like, I come from a, I, I came from a very busy location. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of prepared for it. But I think the thing that was most difficult was that I came into a team that wasn't quite prepared for it, which doesn't mean that I'm better than any of them, right? It was just the consequence was that I had to learn to adapt and like, I knew that my job there was not to make them feel stressed or pressured, but to sit there and be like, y'all, we got this. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, and encourage them. Because it's like, they're not close. Like, I came from an extremely busy store. Uh, well, I believe $4, you. $4,000 hours. 
$3,500 hours. Like, let's, let's just say that. Okay. Dang. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking at our numbers where we're like, we only got this. And I'm just like, Oh, that's such a baby number. How cute. We'll get there, you know? And so I'm over here, you know, part of my job is to help, you know, help everything. Uh, but it's, it's, it's been crazy because I've seen the whole team grow and get prepared for what is going to be the unknown. But the consequences of them working so hard means that they're going to be prepared for what is going to be our opening day this week. And yeah, I, I feel like even the consequence, like what if I didn't move from Utah? I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have, you know, received the growth personally and professionally that I have. Plus you got a new management uh, place on the team too. Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. Like I was able to move up management wise by moving to this location which i would not have been given in utah at all (laughs) we're not going to talk about them uh but oh that's another thing i could quickly i want to hear one more story of consequences for you but one thing i can wrap up with is like my 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 location in utah uh i understood that I wasn't going to get what I wanted promotion wise or growth wise professionally there. And it wasn't like bad. Like I, I knew where I wanted to go and I was very, I used to be very bitter about it. I was bitter about Mm. it for a while. Oh yeah. I was very upset about it. And then one day I had to be like, if the re the only reason you're here is because you want to get the title, then you're here for all the wrong reasons. And it just shifted my mindset. And, you know, I could have dealt with the consequences negatively, which I did for a while. But there was a point where I'm just like, it is what it is. And you can only do your best by loving everybody around you. Like, stop focusing on what you can do, what title you can get. And you got to focus on your team members, build great relationships, cultivate relationships, and love the heck out of them. And that was kind of like the consequence of me choosing to just I guess be selfless in a way and just let go of my idea of what I thought would be the best results and just accept that maybe my journey wasn't to grow there professionally, but to seek beyond that. And that's how I ended up back home in Texas. And nobody knows your future except for me. I'm just kidding. You didn't know I'm the alpha and the omega. Really? I did not know that. No, I'm not that cool. I'm really not. Yeah. Oh, I don't, don't know how to feel that you don't but, agree with me. But. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. Let's, uh, let's, let's get one more story from you of a time. To- <laughs> I can't. Uh, 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 <laughs> and I'm ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. The back of your head look ridiculous. All right. <laughs> well, you do have a big bat, so. <laughs> hey, you said it first. All right. I'm going to have you share one more story of something where you had to make decisions and basically. Saren. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Y'all, I can't even with this girl. Okay. <laughs> we do have some math. Good laughs, though. We do. Oh, well, let's see. One more story. You're going to make it quick? Yeah, I'm going to make it quick. Uh, Let's just say that... I guess we will just say. 
Tuesday hit me again. Tuesday. You just got pwned. I just got pwned or punched. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Alright, so. Let's just say. I'm not making fun of anyways, you. Anyways. <laughs> I was gonna say that I do have lots and lots of stories, but I'm gonna make this one quick. Uh. My dating life, it's going to be short, I promise. Uh, there's a lot of consequences. Like, you heard on my podcast about dating and everything. Dating is hard these days. But, Ma'am, do I know? <laughs> but. Yes. It, it was a lot of work. Uh, I pretty much had to like get on websites and everything and online dating sucks can we just agree yeah and so uh i met all these guys but all they wanted to do is just hook up and that was it one night stands so it's like no i want something more i want something more that i can build on build on and yeah have a family off of it. Right, like, actually build a life with someone, not waste your own time. So, it's just, uh, I didn't really look, because love will come and find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's a, good. a good consequence, too. If you don't look, then... Or try not to force it more so. You know, yeah. just let it happen. Yeah, and so that's how I met my husband was on my dating was okay Cupid and so <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> it there was some bad consequences throughout dating, but I did have some one night stands, but you know what? You live your best life. I'm not here to judge you and I couldn't judge you even if I wanted to because but, you know, you do what you can. But, and sometimes that happens. So who cares? But I did get a good, a good consequence of meeting your husband. Meeting my husband, and now we have a three-year-old daughter. She's so cute, Allie. But she is in love with you. <laughs> she loves me. She calls me Auntie Talia. Her Auntie Talia. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how consequences lead because Saren and I were talking about it uh, to wrap this up, but Saren and I were talking about how every decision that we made led us to the point where we met. And so we had this, we had this deep conversation one night. I remember I was doing your hair the first Mm -hmm. time. We were talking about destiny and how it doesn't matter because we're destined to go to this place. And I was like, well, you know, if, if you're here, and, you know, you believe in a god or a deity, whoever it may be, that yeah. someone is guiding your life, they also gave you the gift of agency. And part of that means that while destiny would be great, that you create your destiny and it's ever-changing based on what you choose to do. Because I genuinely believe, you know, the consequences of our lives is we're one decision away from a completely different life. And... Saren and I have talked about that on our dates. We're just like, isn't it crazy? Like, what the heck? Like, I was so close to not working at the same company when I moved out here. I almost didn't. 
Um, I was very close to not, but I felt like it was where I needed to be. And, you know, there's been very trying moments the past few months where I've just been like, is this really where I need to be? And there's always been um, signs that have shown that, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be for now. And, you know, it's it's been kind of crazy just looking at the, the consequences of our decisions and paving our destiny. And look what that is now. I know. Creating this podcast. Well, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, you guys. And thanks, yeah, thank Sarah, you. for joining. Yes, Again, you. the name of her podcast is My Outcome of Life. Yeah, it's called My Outcome of Life. And her name is Saren. Um, short for serendipity. Just kidding. I made that up. Or uh, princess. Um, or princess. Listen, it's short for serendipity. Not saran wrap. So whoever <laughs> oh, tells you otherwise. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. And please join That's in next story. time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> listen in next time. Not sure what it's going to be. But if you have suggestions, if you know me, send them my way. I would love to create content and, and just I talk about talk stuff. with them with you yeah that's true yeah and yeah thanks so much you guys have a great oh my gosh it's almost burst. have a great night yeah <laughs> bye felicia bye <laughs>